Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to The Brendan Show. Hey, 
This is a podcast about helping you reach high performance in your life, in every area of your life. It's about staying more motivated, more confident, more disciplined, and on purpose. You know, the high performance experience is really about feeling more vibrant, more connected, more excellent, more fulfilled in your life. But it's also challenging you because you and I both know it's difficult to reach those levels of high performance without support, without ongoing commitment and dedication to your own personal development. So welcome to our HPX community. Thank you for joining us here on The Brandon Show. I'm super pumped for today's episode. Before we begin, I wanna let you know that we have specials right now on our HPX nutrition line. If you didn't know it, I rolled out three specific products to help you with your performance. These are three specific supplements that will really give you the edge. Now, don't worry, I'm not starting an MLM or a downline. I'm not asking you to promote any of my products. And frankly, just like you, there's a lot of different companies and a lot of different products that I love and I enjoy and I'm not trying to compete with. It was specifically, I could not find three world-class supplements that specifically helped me in these areas. So we've got HPX Optimize, which is a mental focus and energy product for your brain health. Then we've got Essentials, which is a functional multivitamin, which we've basically enhanced for longevity, for joint health, and for vitality and digestion. But what we did, instead of like making a multivitamin where they sprinkled a million different things in there that actually have no effect, and we put in dosages here that you'll be amazed by. And then finally, we've got HPX Organic Boost, which is the energy drink mix that I take because it's 100% organic. It's actually delicious too, I have to tell you that. So go check it out, hpxwellness.com. Everything you need to know is right there. And if you've ever wanted to know how to reach the high performance experience in terms of your biology and physiology, these products can really support you. Go to hpxwellness.com. And without further ado, on to today's episode. you've heard me talk about fears before, you know, I usually say that there's, you know, sort of three types of fear. And those types of fear are usually oriented towards like loss. Like I'm scared I'm gonna lose, you know, my identity, or I'm scared I'm gonna lose my job, or I'm gonna lose money, or I'm gonna lose something. I also talk about the way that we think about fear. We're also scared of the hardship pains. You know, it's like, oh, it's gonna be difficult or hard, or I won't know how to do it, or I'll look stupid, or the outcome pains. And the outcome pains are, well, if I do with all that and it doesn't turn out well, well then, you know, what, what's that say about me? Or gosh, why would I have wasted all that time? So usually when I think about fear, I, I kind of think about it in, I guess, sort of three time periods. Like before I do the thing, I'm scared. If I do that thing, I'm gonna lose what I currently have. And then I think about, well, in the process of it, I'm scared I'm gonna have some pain, it's gonna be a hardship, and I'm scared after I do it, it won't turn out well. And I think that's where our minds usually are when we are consciously contemplating fear, right? If, if we sit down and we think about, okay, I'm gonna do this thing, and we're you know, very conscious or aware, we sense that, oh, maybe I'll lose this, maybe that'll be hard, maybe it won't turn out well, but that's, really the rationalized fears. I think there are also very impulsive fears that we have that often 
maybe underlie beneath the surface. So let's work through them. The first one, which you know, is the fear of rejection. As a social species, acceptance, validation, belonging is so built into our DNA. Like it's just who, it's like so important to us that doing anything that would risk us looking like a fool, that would make your family make fun of you, that would make somebody stop loving you or caring for you as much, or doing something where you would truly feel like you are now ostracized by people that you care about or care for, it's terrifying for people. It's funny though, when I sit down with a 40 year old and, I, and we're talking about their life and, and you know, they're secure at home and they're secure at work and, and things are going good, you know, so life is good but they're trying to reach that next level, sometimes we have to really ask, am I fearing rejection? Is that why I'm not at the next level? Please don't tell me that fear is not an issue in your life, and please don't tell me rejection's not, because you were scared doing that thing, and this might not have been fully conscious, you were scared doing that fully thing, uh, jumping into that goal, that dream, somebody might say something to you. They might hate on you on the internet. Your neighbors might look at you funny, if they don't already. You might have had somebody around kind of like, like you just knew their negativity would increase the more risk that you took, even though you knew those risks were really the next right actions of integrity for you, right? That's what I'm always telling people. It's like, when you're stuck and you don't know what to do, I always say just, Take the next right action of integrity for you, whatever that is. Speak up for yourself, take that step, move towards that dream, whatever you gotta do, take that next right action of integrity. Well, for a lot of people, that's scary when the spouse isn't gonna be supportive, when the boss is gonna say no, when the business is secure, but now you're gonna try something new that might risk your ROI or your cash flow. It's scary, it's scary. And what we all want so much is to be loved and validated and accepted and belong. And most people don't look at this one. So let's flip it on its head a little bit. Let's flip it on its head. Because we know it's a powerful driver for people, even if they're not fully aware of how much they really are doing. Um, you know, when people read my book, The Motivation Manifesto, they're always like, man, I didn't realize how much I was doing to please other people. Because those who, you might say, well, rejection is not an issue. And I go, well, are you a pleaser? Are you a people pleaser? Are you someone who makes a lot of compromises in your life to help other people um, because you just feel like you need to do that? And they go, yeah. I said, do you ever please other people to the detriment of yourself? And they go, yeah. I go, well, then you have rejection issues. If you can't say no, you have rejection issues. If you can't take risks, you have rejection issues. If you're trying to please everybody all the time at the cost of your own health, wealth, joy, Confidence in life, you have rejection issues. And so what to do? A couple simple recommendations. Number one, make sure you read, at some point of your life, the Motivation Manifesto. It will put fire in you to stop being a people pleaser, and it will put you back onto marching the right path for yourself. And it will do it with some language that will absolutely put some fire under your belly. Second, though, let's flip the script a little bit here. If we know that human belonging, acceptance, and love is so important to us, but right now we are focused on a rejection or a concern what they might think if I say yes or no or don't do my thing. 
then, then maybe we can flip it and say, oh, well, what would I have to do to gain the next level of love, connection, belonging, or validation in this group of people who I want to serve, who I want to care for, who I want to contribute to. Second big point up here. Oh my gosh, this is a big one. If you didn't take that big risk this year, I bet this one, oh, I bet this one was rubbing on your brains. And you're like, why didn't I do that thing? It's because we fear ruin. We think if I do that, I will be ruined. I will go bankrupt. She will break up with me. Our relationship will never recover. These things, like we catastrophize. That's where real fear comes from, is when we are taking a, a fear and we are catastrophizing. We are making it so big and so broad and so detrimental that we're like, I, that, that thing would, you know, that'll kill me, we say, right? Oh, if she left me, that'd kill me. Or, oh my gosh, if I did that thing and we failed at it, we'd be ruined forever. You've heard yourself say this nonsense. Ruin, the, the fear of complete and utter irreversibility of a negative consequence. That's what it is. It's that fear of just complete irreversibility of a negative consequence. And here's the thing. If you've ever found yourself like, I'm not going to do that because that, that could ruin us, you're in a ruin mindset versus a learning mindset. I tell people all the time who say, well, Brendan, you understand, I'm not scared of ruin, I, I'm just scared of being disappointed. And I said, no, you're just not into learning yet. You're not scared of disappointment. You're just not into learning yet. Because when you are into learning, now disappointment and ruin aren't even on the table anymore. Because everything is a test. Everything is a data point. Everything is something to learn from. And everything is a jumping off point, not a cliff. I know a lot of people in uh, the industry of entrepreneurialism or small business owners or people who want to be in that. And they go, and they say, well, Brenda, I'm scared to start my own business because, what do they say? I'll go broke. I'll face financial ruin. And I'm always like, you know what? No one ever hits financial ruin. They, they really don't. There is no financial can't come back from place because every person can make a new dollar, right? And that new dollar is that's one peg up and another new dollar, another new dollar. And I speak to this not flippantly to you. I went bankrupt in my life, really. I mean, full on bankruptcy in the early part of my life. When I first started my first business and I was trying to do teaching and training and online training and workshops I didn't know what I was doing. Totally went bankrupt. And I never thought, this is forever. Oh my God. I was like, you know what? This sucks, not what I want. So what's the next right action of integrity? Why is it important that I still show up and deliver with excellence? What will I do 
today. If there is tomorrow, there is no ruin. If there is tomorrow, there is no ruin. So what do you do? As soon as you start feeling yourself catastrophizing, remember to ask yourself better questions and say, okay, not what I wanted, so what should I do today? Not what I wanted, what am I gonna do tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening, to start moving it forward, to making that next dollar or that next right action of integrity, to make that next call, that next email. There's always a next, right? Always a next. It's like, it's one of the great four letter words of all time, next, right? So ruin shouldn't be stopping you. Fear of ruin, you just have to know where that is because what you're doing is you're catastrophizing. And this is really important. If you don't feel like you made big leaps this year, there was, you were scared. You were like, I'm gonna jump off this cliff and take this action and I'm gonna fall to my death, ruin death, destruction, instead of saying, I'm gonna jump off this cliff and I'm gonna fly, baby. I don't know how, and I might fall for a little bit, but I'm gonna flap those wings and at some point, I'm gonna catch that wind and here we go. Your expectancy was in the gutter versus in the air. You were looking down versus looking up. You were feeling down versus animating yourself so you felt better and that you moved further. So my friends, be wary of the ruinous thoughts, those global, catastrophizing, dead, negative, forever things that you have, soon as you hear it, you gotta flip it. Soon as you hear it, you gotta flip it. Hey, it's Brendan. I'm bopping in here real fast for you to urge you to go to hpxwellness.com and check out our products to help you get more of that mental focus and energy you need to stay at your best, to deliver with excellence, to feel like vibrant again. Because I know we all struggle with mental fatigue and mental focus. We all sometimes get tired and sometimes we're worried about our overall health. And so I created three specific products to help you with that. Go to hpxwellness.com, check out our nutrition line and let's get you to high performance, baby. hpxwellness.com. Third big idea in overcoming our fears is that fear of regret. Fear of regret is such, such a sort of, um, it's like a stake in the ground that you're tied to. You know, when you just, you, 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 you know you wanna go beyond a boundary, but this fear of regret stops you. Because you know you don't you don't want to regret taking an action because if you took an action and you were rejected and you were ruinous and then you felt like I knew I shouldn't have done that, well how doubly like doesn't this make everything else worse, right? If you fear these things and they happen now you regret the action is ten times worse. But that's what we keep doing. We we ten times our fears by going well if I do it I'll regret it. And so we got to just like other things we have to flip this a little bit and we have to go oh okay, well what if what if I do positive things so that I don't have negative regrets? Versus saying, well, I don't wanna do that because I would experience negative regret. Does that make sense? So what positive things can you do so you don't have regret? Versus fearing something and stopping so you don't have regret. Meaning most people use regret the wrong way. They use regret as a reason to 
not do something. I don't want to do that because I'll regret it. Versus, I'm going to do those things so I don't have regret. Right? Many of you guys know my story from my car accident as a 19-year-old kid. Part of the reason I lived so courageously and boldly and I put myself out there so much all the time is because I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, you know what, I served half-ass because I was scared. I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret going through so many days not present, going through so many days just going through the motions, going through so many days not engaged with my passions, my enthusiasms, my loves, my people. Like, I don't want to be that guy who's rocking on the rocket chair saying, I wish I woulda, shoulda, coulda at the end of my life. So I take positive daily actions to avoid that type of experience. Does it make sense? And then I would also say, same thing with regret and ruin, they're really connected so closely in that we think, well, you know, I don't want to get to the end of my life, wish I woulda, shoulda, coulda, and act like there's still not a tomorrow. The ideal of hope for a better tomorrow is one of the great deconstructors of fear. Because most of our fear is tied to, a, there's a block there. Like fear introduces like this black wall in front of us. And we forget on the other side, there's all this open field of freedom. And we just keep thinking, our fear like narrows our view so tightly that we forget that there's tomorrow. So people, their regrets are held so close. It's like, I don't want to do that because I'll regret that and it'll be irrecoverable. And I'm just like, well, when you have a learning mindset, there's not much regret. Like, just like I don't have a lot of disappointment, I also don't have a lot of regret. Because I was like, oh, I did that, didn't work out, darn it, okay, shouldn't have done that, learn, adjust behavior, right? A lot of people who struggle with concerns, and, and here's a tell, if you're a person who like, if regret is driving you, if this year you also felt a lot of guilt Guilt is a great tell that you have a psychological propensity for the fear of regret. They're, they're like, you know, twins. It's just like people who have lots of fear of regret also tend to have high psychological concern for guilt. Like they, they're guilty. They feel guilty all the time. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. And so guess what? I don't want to do anything else because I'll regret it because I already feel bad about myself. So why take an action? I feel so bad about myself, why take an action? And so their regret has become something that has stopped them. Their guilt is something that adds on to that. And now they're immobilized because of high fear of regret and psychological guiltiness. And so what I tell people, I say, look, if you got a lot of guilt, there's the simplest ways out right? The simplest ways out of guilt. I mean, I mean the, the, the path out of guilt starts at the path of forgiveness for yourself, for other people. And I also tell these people this. We think of forgiveness often as forgiveness of just ourselves, which you should do. I mean, you got to let it go. You, you, you can't advance with all the baggage of self-hate. You gotta let that stuff go. And so what I tell people is, as much as we fear that like I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna regret and I have a lot of guilt and they don't let that go and they think forgiveness is just about themselves and others. I also go, you know what? Forgive yesterday. You weren't as wise or intentional or thoughtful as you could be today. 
And remember, that's the ideal of hope. I, I go, oh, I don't have to regret yesterday. I don't have to be guilty about yesterday because you know what? I'm better today. I, I learned from that. I'm telling you, the learning mindset is the great release of fear. Because as soon as you approach it, it's like, I'm gonna learn through it and get better. Now the fear doesn't stop you anymore. Because you don't say, well, I'm gonna get stuck here or stuck here, or this will happen forever. The forever goes away when you finally step into the realization that there is hope, there is a tomorrow. Because you know what? I think one side of regret would be to have lived your whole life with a bleak outlook. Because you'll get to the end and you go, damn it, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate all those days I had. I didn't appreciate all the second chances I had every time I woke up a new Monday morning. I didn't appreciate it. I missed the whole ride. You know, I stood in line for the ride of life the whole time. I never got on the ride. I was just a waiter. I was just a watcher. I was just, I never really engaged. That's real regret. And I can share with that because I've been there in hospices with people in the last weeks, hours, minutes of their life. And if there is regret, it's usually a, a lack of full engagement with life. I didn't really show up. I didn't appreciate what I had. So if you got a lot of regret, you got to learn to forgive the guilt, forgive the bad days, and start appreciating today again. Because you know what? When you fall in love with the moment, when you fall in love with this opportunity you have, when you really appreciate the now, then there's not a lot of room for fear in that, right? In that deep feeling of appreciation, it's hard for fear to edge itself in. So let go of the regret concerns, my friend. There's a tomorrow and it's gonna be amazing. Last piece, number four, responsibility. We fear that we are actually very responsible for our lives. It's like that great Marianne Williamson quote you've ever heard, right? The, the thing we fear so much, she was basically saying, I don't remember the exact quote, but she was basically, that, you know, we're not so much afraid that we're inadequate. We're actually fearful of our full power. Because what would that really bring out in us? What would that say if we were fully responsible for the outcomes in our life? What would it say if we had more power than we were actualizing in life? That's scary. People are scared of responsibility and in very tactical ways. Like if I said to you, hey, I'm gonna make you responsible for let's say you own a small business. And I say, I'm gonna make you responsible for 50 more employees and all of their mortgages. A lot of people go, oh my God. God, right? Total terror to be responsible for other people's lives, right? Or other people's mortgages or other people's whatevers. And so responsibility is scary to people, right? I mean, look at any, any great personal development teacher. At the base of everything they teach is personal responsibility or what used to be called self-reliance. That sense of personal power that says, I am in command of my life. Doesn't mean you're in command of everything that happens to you in life, but you are in command of your responses. And what we are scared of is that we won't show up as our best self to deal with those demands. 
right? We're scared of taking full responsibility for everything because what would that say about our lives? But I take full responsibility for everything in my life. It doesn't mean I believe I caused everything. Does that make sense? So law of attraction, people calm down. One second, take a breather. <laughs> I'm not saying you attracted cancer, babe. I'm not saying you attracted that mean person. I'm not saying you attracted the, 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 the bankruptcy, right? A, a lot of that bad teaching early on in the days of the, you know, the, the new law of attraction, you know, was just misguided because there's lots of things that happen to us that are cosmic, chaotic, weird things that we can't explain or we'll never be able to understand. It's things that we didn't attract, we didn't want to happen. They happen and it wasn't because you had bad character or you were a negative person or you'd done something bad. Look, bad things happen to good people. If you haven't read it, it's a great book, How Good People Deal With Bad Things. But I would also share with you that ultimately we are responsible for our responses. We are responsible for the people who we become. Maybe you didn't ask for that cancer. You are responsible for how you are going to deal with that. And for those who go, well, that's too flippant to say, I'm like, I just remind you, go back and read some Viktor Frankl man's search for meaning, he said it the best. He said, the last of the human freedoms is the ability to choose one's own attitude. They can take away everything else, but they can't take away how you respond in mind. And when you know that, that gives you great power and responsibility in life. And so when you feel like a victim, this is one of your great fears. You might not call it that, you might not recognize it. And I just go, oh, you're scared of responsibility. I say this to, to people all the time who say, but I have a big dream. I go, have you told your family, your friends, the people around you what your big dream is? Well, no. I said, well, you, you're dealing with this and you're dealing with this. You're scared that by putting it out there, you won't be able to handle the pressure. You won't be able to handle the demands. That's fear of responsibility. I'm fearful that I won't be able to be response able to deal with the stuff. And I'm just like, there's a tomorrow. You can learn. Like I have extreme personal power because I have hope. I have extreme personal power because I have optimism for tomorrow. I have extreme personal power because I look at the areas of my life on a weekly basis and I say, where have I been stuck? Where am I fearful? What can I do this next week as the next right action of integrity? Everything we've talked about, because here, you flip all of these. Watch what happens in your life, right? You flip rejection to doing the things that will bring greater connection in your life. Watch the quality of your life go up. You stop worrying about what will be ruined and you start remembering that there's always a tomorrow and you have hope and optimism and you just always ask, okay, there's not ruin, what's my next right action of integrity? And you keep moving forward even through the disasters of life, watch the courage that enters your heart there. Watch the confidence that comes in when you keep moving through the storm. Guess what happens when regret is free? You let that go, you're, you're gone, you're not, just not worried about the regret of if I do this, maybe things will turn out bad. And you said, okay, what would I need to do so I don't experience regret at the end of my life? What positive actions could I take to live a life of my own so I don't have regret, so I'm proud of my life? Because pride on the other side of regret feels good. Then responsibility. What would it, instead of saying, well, what if I can't handle it? Or what if I'm not responsible? You said, you know what? I'm totally responsible for this. 
I am able to shape this, guide this, change this, make it better. Now you're really stepping in your personal power. And when you move through these things on just a very tactical weekly basis, you're aware of these fears and you start flipping them. You start flipping them. You start flipping them. You start flipping them. You get in this rhythm and all of a sudden you say, wow, I feel really courageous in my life. And that's when you start making your greatest contributions. All right, hey, it's Brandon. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope it helped you reach another level of high performance in your life, whether it's just a shift in your mindset or a shift in your habits or a shift in your intention for the day. I really honor you for listening to The Brendan Show and I'm deeply thankful. Uh, so could you do me a, a favor? Could you just go onto iTunes or Apple Podcasts and rate and review this episode or any of our episodes? And also while you're there, to help me just download the last five episodes too onto your phone. Because, you know, Apple really cares about the downloads and the rating and reviews, and I've never really asked for that in six years of podcasting. And finally, my friends convinced me to ask you to do that for me. I've never asked anything with my podcast community ever, but I'd really, really appreciate if you could do that. Also, if you would like some more in-depth training, please don't forget that every single month I go live for two hours and teach new and original personal development research, new frameworks to my entire virtual community in our HPX coaching program. And you can just go to hpxcoaching.com. That's hpxcoaching.com to learn all about the different options there. But listen, I'm live two hours every single month with literally thousands of high achievers from around the world who tune in to get these new frameworks for reaching high performance in their life. Sometimes we talk about relationships. Sometimes we talk about breaking bad habits. Sometimes we talk about achieving another level of, of confidence or discipline or goal attainment. But we are there every single month and I'd love for you to join us. Just go to hpxcoaching.com to see all of your options and really join us. Dedicate yourself to personal mastery. Dedicate yourself to this journey, not just once in a while with an episode here or there or a book there, but literally a program that could change your life. It's called HPX Coaching, and you can go to hpxcoaching.com. Until next time, my friends, please remember every single day you can choose to be average or ordinary or just kind of go through the motions, or you can be more intentional, more disciplined, more excellence-driven what you do because you know you need to serve those you love and those that you lead. You can choose to be extraordinary. So my friends, go out there, today and be extraordinary. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, 
It's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. 
It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com, just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out.